0: Guess who's back? Back again. It is us with our ranch. Hi everybody, we are back. We decided to take some time off because the situation when second wave was happening was very volatile. And we didn't feel like recording or editing anything because we didn't feel right posting a podcast episode considering the situations and circumstances we were in. And as everybody
1: knows, we are college students and we gave a final exam. So another month went by in that. So, as a graduation gift, Nitya and I decided to edit the episode for each other. And here we are posting it.
0: So happy listening. Hi, this is Nitya. Hi, this is Shrishti. And welcome to our podcast, Do We Make Sense? I've read this quote somewhere that once you know yourself in more deeper levels, it gets more easier to know the other person better. Like if I know myself, it will be very much easier for me to fall in love with other person. And once you grow up, you start finding love in deeper meanings and not just surface levels.
1: It's a probably controversial opinion because so many people say that, oh, you shouldn't tell anybody that they're supposed to love themselves to love someone else. Like that's such a wrong thing to say. I mean, of course, you need to know the context of the person that you're saying it to and you need to like read the room and not just tell someone that. But if I am to think, if I am to measure this line in my own life, then the importance of knowing yourself to love someone else is more than loving someone else and not knowing yourself. Because love is about giving and also about asking. And we grow up in our lives, especially like people of gender minorities and sexual minorities, they are asked to just take whatever love they're given. Just whatever basic amount of love, just take it. Because they've been told all their lives that they don't deserve love. So whatever love these people get, they just accept it. Even though it's not the truest form of love that they deserve. The, The line in Perks of Being a Wallflower, right? That you accept the love that you think you deserve. And that is where so many relationships turn abusive. So many relationships turn toxic. Because while you're growing up, you're always told that, oh, they're screaming at you because they love you. They want you to do what's right. So they're going to scream at you. They're going to shout at you. They're going to scold you and punish you because tough life. They want what's best for you. So when you're growing up in that mentality, you always juxtapose that with love. If someone is like even the most bare minimum of kind with you, you think that is the end all be all they are the only one for you and I love this person even though they might not really be that great for you but you don't know that because you don't know what you deserve
0: yeah uh, you're totally right like it happens considering if anybody finds a person I'm especially talking about cisgendered straight men if they cook And if they respect you, you know, the bare minimum,
1: like, it is supposed to be done by everyone. Yeah, in the same context, head men get the most free passes for being the lowest form of human, because the bar for men is so low, right? It's like that entire conversation with not all men. I mean, we get it, not all men, but the bar that the wrong men have placed beneath hell, it's. Hell be for men to be good. If your male counterpart is good to you, is not abusive, respects your decisions, doesn't boss you around, helps you with household chores, he is the epitome of love. No. We are expected to take it as like, itna achha- like <laughs> but, yeah you will be considered lucky
0: that you have found such an amazing person to be in your life
1: that helps you with the most basic things your friends will do like seven thousand more things for you you know they will understand you personally you don't even have to communicate your thoughts with them and they will get you like they know what you want they know your mcdonald's order they know your pizza hat ka order they know tumhare kapdon ka fitting kya hai but wo relationship wo love is considered lesser than the romantic love that you have with this person matlab jisko pata hai ye cheeze but us tumhe lucky samjha ja raha hai ki oh tum saath ho and i think this happens mostly with like straight women <laughs> they are just supposed to accept that <laughs> ki yahi mil raha hai yahi rakho warna dusra wo abusive boyfriend hai toxic jo tumhe dusre ladkon se baat nahi karne dega wo jealous hoga agar tum kisi aur se baat karogi aur wo tumhe scots or dresses will not wear because will be like that option is second obviously you will choose yeah. the bare minimum and men get away scot-free because they don't have to work on their personalities they don't have to be good they can just be the bare minimum of good because they they do have to because lowest lives and I will be 5% good but I will get 10% more girls just because I am 5% good than these minus boys
0: Oh <laughs> so, moving on, we were discussing about it earlier in the episode that we uh, have to date people and uh, to be in relationships, and it almost becomes like a forbidden fruit or an act of rebellion that we to do that. And it almost becomes like we all are Eve and relationship is like a forbidden fruit. And regardless of our identities, caste, religion, and every binary that society creates, we all just want to
1: taste that fruit and how does it feel? This entire concept manifests itself in different ways in different people. So, like just say we were talking about cisgendered heterosexual men, right? For them, while growing up, this idea of a woman is a fantastical concept of them. Like, women are fantasies rather than people. And, ab, jase ne, jase tujhe pehle bol rahi thi, right? Ki, my brother is now 17, is going to be 18 next year. I don't know when. Or this year, but usko people ask, Oh, I have seen it happen for every like 16 17 year old boy that I know around my family friend circle. For women, it's not the case. Like, nobody asks me about a boyfriend, nobody bothers asking me, about Are you in a relationship? I'm going to be 22 this year. My parents still don't want to talk to me about relationships. They don't even want to acknowledge that I can be in one. So yeah, But want so, to get me married at 26. Yeah, they want me to be married. And they're like, "Me, love marriage. So, you don't have a love You don't have a I'm just supposed to just know everything. Anyway. So, yeah, right. So a lot of men, this idea of a woman becomes fantastical. Like fantasy. They have different things. Different Assume karna shuru ho jate. and this entire concept of a woman's body and this idea of the forbidden fruit that women's bodies and sex becomes a forbidden fruit that men seek because our society forces us to not talk about it because there is no sex education for Indian kids there is no idea of what sex is of we don't speak about it, we feel weird saying the word sex so, this whole concept is this idea of sex and oh, naked and oh my god, ha, it becomes this ha thing. That, oh, he doesn't talk about it. Ha, ha, funny. And then, there are so many jokes about this, there are so many awkwardness about this, there are so many insecurity. And so, there are so many fantastical concepts greater, especially young boys' demands. I think it also comes from
0: the place where everything is normalized in you just recently told an example how boys in the society, their relationships or their crushes are considered normal because we have authority over women and they want to all the time show that authority like generally because of the patriarchy unko authority show karne ka and they get a free pass whatever behavior uh, they hold and like we are in like 2021 ab-tuk there are so many people that are justifying rape that are justifying ra- a rapist behavior and assault they are justifying like they still have an audacity to. Yeah, it's a different topic altogether. But like objectification, itta
1: hota for women that har jaghe unhe authority thodi thodi dikani It's like women's bodies, women are existing to only please men so they only understand relationships and love in the sense of that the man should get pleased at the end of it which yeah and not the other way around exactly and queer relationships challenge that idea of the man getting the benefits of being in a relationship. And that is why, if you think about it, lesbians and queer women are the most fetishized community within, in the entirety of the LGBT community. Queer women are the most fetishized people in this society. Because men cannot fathom the idea of two women being in love with each other and being enough for each other, not needing a man inside. And see, we go back to that topic again. Because we are not taught about sex, because we are not taught about our own bodies and our biology and our anatomy, everything becomes fantasy. How is a woman's body supposed to look like? And then media also perpetuates it. react so, if, if Govinda is behind Karishma Kapoor, then Karishma Kapoor will yes, dance with her fourth time you can dance time. This is not in real life. And consent comes in. So, it's like free-for-all buffet for straight cisgendered men. And who are the people who are losing out? The gender minorities, the sexual minorities, who don't exist to please men.
0: And if you happen to rebel against all of it, you or will be considered as somebody who is disrespectful, who is modern, who is following all of these Western traditions and that means that you do respect all Recently, the conversations about women pleasures has like grown and everybody's talking about women pleasures and women orgasms, for example. Yeah, like some or the other conversations are happening
1: about it. And right, you're right. Ki, matlab, kya ja rahe hai? But the question of what is the loophole? What is the loophole? Hit your women. Allow balbiva, allow casteism to perpetuate. Allow the murder of queer children and uh, trans children. Allow all of that. That is Bharatiya sabhita. That's what you mean, because this is what we are fighting against. This is what our questions are. Ki why is this okay? If this is Bharatiya sabhita, why is this okay? But it's like, ha. That means bhi Sita ko kaha tha ki I don't trust you. Tumne kya kiya ra, uh, Lanka mein. So just go through this fire for me. It's like, okay, how can you use that problematic example to justify whatever women are going through in this society? Like, that was also not right. And, like, why there's a
0: need for a woman to prove her chastity? Yeah. Do men ever do that? Like, all these questions around uh, women's virginity and women should be virgin before marriage and everything around. These are all the
1: questions and all the arguments that are just put on women and this perpetuates the idea of a fantastical woman body it just feeds into that fantasy body is supposed to be this and it's like a blank canvas you can do whatever you want it's for you it exists for you because our society lacks proper sex education because our society lacks this ability to talk about sex with consent with children and it's very important that we put these questions in kids' minds when they're growing, when they're in, still impressionable and have the ability to retain these things. So can't teenagers They're like, And you only grow up and you realize, wow, that was so stupid. And, and sex education doesn't mean that you teach children how to have sex. You teach them, what is sex you teach them about their bodies you teach them about there's so many things to teach you teach them about consent you teach them about you show them the bodies first of all you show them actual proper diagrams which are not edited and censored and once we start teaching our children about sex sexuality we start teaching them about especially like breaking away from this stereotype of men can only be masculine and women can only be feminine, it is only then that we can call ourselves progressive. building progressive There is no way in hell can India be called progressive until and unless we have these things that exist. And love as a concept is problematic.
0: Yeah, man, totally.
1: Until and unless or
0: like gender minorities, everybody feels included and safe. You can say that you you are a progressive societies i'm just glad that conversations are being made we are sitting here we are questioning these stereotypes and these binaries but up to begin with it's very important to have those conversations because at least you're acknowledging that these things are happening and then you can go about challenging them and taking actions about it and yeah, we need to collectively take actions and not just stop at having just conversations.
1: Exactly. And of course, in the I guess in every religion, for that matter, there is this concept of one person. Like you see, in, like not even in scriptures, but like religion or tradition ke through, there's always this understanding that for you, destiny hai. You know, monogamous relationship is the only thing that there is and this concept of you only fall in love one time like shut up rahul from kuch kuch hota hai you bastard you you dated two women you married two women what are you talking about love ek bar hota hai Khudi homesne, uh, wo kar contradict, contradict.
0: <laughs> the only film just where khan was the right kind of person yeah
1: so, okay, very... You
0: were rooting for Salman. Oh my God. Hum We bhai.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this idea of one person for everybody needs to be challenged. Because I don't personally, if I think I don't believe in one person, one soulmate ka idea. And that soulmate being a romantic soulmate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are totally right. You can have multiple soulmates because you can find a soulmate in your close friend, in your best friend, in like your your family, in your dog or in your like cousins. You can find soulmates in anybody because this idea of soulmate is something the person that really understands you, not just on surface level, but also deeply. They know how would you react if XYZ circumstance comes.
1: So yeah, a soulmate can be anybody. And also soulmates aren't something that exists in the universe already for you. Like I think Good Place, the show, really, really helped my understanding of what a soulmate is supposed to be like. It just doesn't exist. You have to create it. You have to forge a soulmate in a person. That was a stranger to you once.
0: Yeah, yeah, you are totally right. And don't you think that's how love platonically and romantically happens? And that is the answer that we go ahead. That how do we sustain love? When we put in efforts. When we try to forge a better relationship with another person. When we
1: actually consistently put efforts and we grow together. And accepting that, first of all, accepting that there's only one person for you. And only holding yourself back from loving other person because you feel like they are not the one is a very restricting form yes, of love because I feel personally that love is the freest currency that you have Is tax to pay you know. Subcharges of CGST likha And the more we like think ki, oh, monogamous relationship honi hai, ek hai life. Mein, mein pyar kar I think that, that holds you back from loving whoever you meet at whatever point in your life. Yeah. Every person that meets you, every person that interacts with you, be it negative or positive, has an effect on you. And all of them are not going to stay in your life. That's a given. Maybe there's a
0: possibility that you are in love with just that one person. But I think you should always be open to the idea that you can fall out of love with that person. Yeah. Just like how in the beginning you said, Shristi, that you find love deeply ingrained and it seeps into so many things. And I think that's, that's that's really great because there are times when you just see a good sky. And you can feel love the nature. And similarly, if you make a great cup of coffee for yourself and you read a book and you find yourself happy, you can be, you can fall in love
1: with that idea. You're right. You're absolutely right. I think that is the most purest form of love that exists. Like, you know, that entire thing that we talk about, that home is not a place, but a person. love also is not a person but just everything around you it's a feeling and that feeling can be important for a song for a particular moment in your day for just about anything like a cute dog that you saw with uh, running with its owner you know you can find love in that one moment and feel infinite and then carry on with your day yeah like for
0: example for the longest time we had the shoes with our body but one day you wore something that you really like and you were struggling that should i wear it and should i not and when you see yourself in the mirror and you compliment yourself because you were just looking so warm and you just fall in love with yourself all over again
1: and I, I was just looking up this because there is a song that hozier sang the song's name is someone new and the hook line is that I fall in love just a little, a little bit every day with someone new, and it's it's li- literally one of the most beautiful experiences that we deprive ourselves of. of. That we just view love in this binary sense, that either it is for person or it is not. Yeah, I think love has that quality
0: in it that makes you realize that you exist in this world, like. You talked yeah. about like finding those moments where you feel infinite, and I think love has the power to make you feel like that.
1: And so I guess if you're someone who's not really thought about their own idea of what love is for them, and like Nitya said, love has no language, but there is a love language. <laughs> love in itself is a language. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't require words. Sometimes it requires a lot of words. Sometimes it's just, you know, a look, comforting touch on the shoulder or a pat on the head or a hug. And it could be a case. It could be sex for you. But you really have to know and confirm to yourself. And it is only once you look within yourself, can you understand what are the things that you actually truly love about other people? And I hope
0: whatever things that Shristi has just said, I hope you remind yourself all of those things. And yeah, love is great. And I don't know if I'm going do this. I'm going to say, I'm going love is in the
1: air. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to this conversation, we don't have one answer of what love is. Because there is no one answer. Yeah. Every person, regardless of their like, you know, sexual orientation, their gender, where they come from, their, their religion, whatever place of the world they grew in, everybody has their own love language. Everybody has their own understanding of understanding love. And that's completely valid. And that is what we should celebrate. This is the only difference that matters, our understanding of love. And similarly, knowing yourself and loving and
0: experiencing love is a journey and there's no destination. Even if you find the person that you really love, and it's, it's like the
1: constant thing that you do every day. And I guess just in conclusion, if we can call it that, like I was telling Nitya this a few months, weeks ago, ki when you truly love someone and they let you go, no matter how they went, be it, through a breakup, be it through passing away, they always leave love in you. So there's never for a time where you're out of love. You're always full of love. It's just that you choose to put a lid
0: on that tupperware. <laughs> 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 I Even if you don't feel like using it, otherwise, your mom will come and beat you. Keep that upper verka. Uh keep that (laughs) upper verka always close to you. Like yeah, yeah, that's it. And love is in the air. Okay, bye. So that's all for this episode so tell us did we make any sense on our gmail do we make sense. 2020, or on our ig handle do we make sense thanks for listening and we'll be back with another episode Bye-bye. bye
1: bye bye